0: Chapter One, Section Four of Collected Papers on Analytical Psychology. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicalia. Collected Papers on Analytical Psychology by Carl Gustav Jung, translated by Constance Ellen Long, eighteen sixty-seven to nineteen twenty-three chapter one section four mystic science and mystic system of powers semi somnambulism mystic science in reference to scientific questions s w put forward numerous suggestions generally towards the end of the seances there was talk and debate about various subjects of scientific and spiritistic nature s w never took part in the discussion but generally sat dreamily in a corner in a semi somnambulic state, she listened to one and another, taking hold of the talk in a half dream, but she could never relate anything connectedly. If asked about it, only partial explanations were given. In the course of the winter, hints emerged in various seances. The spirits taught her about the world forces and the strange revelations from the other side, yet she would not tell anything now. Once she tried to give a description, but only said, "'On one side was the light, on the other the power of attraction.'" Finally, in March 1900, when for some time nothing had been heard of the teachings at the séances, she announced suddenly, with a joyful face, that she had now received everything from the spirits. She drew out a long narrow strip of paper, upon which were numerous names. Although I asked for it, she would not let it leave her hands, but dictated the following scheme to me. FIGURE 1 I can remember clearly that in the course of the winter of 1895 we spoke several times in S.W.'s presence of the forces of attraction and repulsion in connection with Kant's Natural History of the Heavens. We spoke also of the Law of the Conservation of Energy. Of the different forces of energy and of the question whether the force of gravity was perhaps a form of movement from this talk s w had plainly created the foundation of her mystic system she gave the following explanation the natural forces are arranged in seven circles outside these circles are three more in which unknown forces intermediate between energy and matter are found matter is found in seven circles which surround ten inner ones in the centre stands the primary force which is the original cause of creation and is a spiritual force the first circle which surrounds the primary force is matter which is not really a force and does not arise from the primary force but it unites with the primary force and from this union the first descendants are the spiritual forces, on the one hand the good or light powers, on the other the dark powers. The power Magnozor consists most of primary force. The power Connozor, in which the dark might of matter is greatest, contains the least. The further outwards the primary force streams forth, the weaker it becomes. But weaker too becomes the power of matter, since its power is greatest where the collision with the primary power is most violent, i.e., in the power connoisseur. Within the circles, there are fresh analogous forces of equal strength, but making in the opposite direction. The system can also be described in a single series, beginning with primary force, magnozoar, K4, etc., proceeding from left to right on the scheme and descending with tusa, endos, ending with connozor. Only then the survey of the grade of intensity is made more difficult. Every force in the outer circle is combined from the nearest adjacent forces of the inner circle. 1. The Magnazor Group The so-called powers of light descend in direct line from Magnazor, but slightly influenced by the dark side the powers magnazor and k4 form together the so-called life force which is no single power but is differently combined in animals and plants between magnazor and k4 there exists the life force of man morally good men and those mediums who bring about interviews of good spirits on the earth have most magnazor somewhere about the middle there stands the life force of animals and in K4, that of plants. Nothing is known about Hepha, or rather SW can give no information. Persis is the fundamental power which comes to light in the phenomenon of the forces of locomotion. Its recognizable forces are warmth, light, electricity, magnetism, and two unknown forces, one of which only exists in comets. Of the powers of the seventh circle, S w could only point out north and south magnetism and positive and negative electricity deca is unknown smar is of peculiar significance to be indicated below it leads to 2 hypnos group hypnos and hyphenismus are powers which only dwell within certain beings in those who are in a position to exert a magnetic influence upon others Afyalloui is the sexual instinct. Chemical affinity is directly derived from it. In the ninth circle under it arises indolence, that is the line of smar. Svens and Kara are of unknown significance. Pusa corresponds to smar in the opposite sense. 3. The Connozor Group Connozor is the opposite pole of Magnazor. It is the dark and wicked power, equal in intensity to the good power of light. While the good power creates, this one turns into the opposite. Endos is an elemental power of minerals. From these, significance unknown, gravitation proceeds, which on its side is designated as the elemental force of the forces of resistance that occur in phenomena, gravity, capillarity, adhesion and cohesion nakus is the secret power of a rare stone which controls the effect of snake poison the two powers smar and pusa have a special importance according to sw smar develops in the bodies of morally good men at the moment of death this power enables the soul to rise to the powers of light pusa behaves in the opposite way for it is the power which conducts morally bad people to the dark side in the state of connoisseur. in the sixth circle the visible world begins which only appears to be so sharply divided from the other side in consequence of the fickleness of our organs of sense in reality the transition is a very gradual one and there are people who live on a higher stage of knowledge because their perceptions and sensations are more delicate than those of others great seers are enabled to see manifestations of force where ordinary people can perceive nothing s w sees magnozor as a white or bluish vapor which chiefly develops when good spirits are near connozor is a dark vapor-like fluid which like Magnozor, develops on the appearance of black spirits. For instance, the night before the beginning of great visions, the shiny vapor of Magnozor spreads in thick layers, out of which the good spirits grow to visible white forces. It is just the same with Connozor, but these powers have their different mediums. SW is a Magnozor medium, as were the prophetess of Prevorst and Swedenborg. The materialization mediums of the spiritualists are mostly connoisseur mediums, because materialization takes place much more easily through connoisseur, on account of its close connection with the properties of matter. In the summer of nineteen hundred, S. W. tried several times to produce the circles of matter, but she never arrived at other than vague and incomprehensible hints and afterwards spoke no more about this. CONCLUSION The really interesting and valuable séances came to an end with the production of the system of powers. Before this a gradual decline in the vividness of the ecstasies was noticeable. Ulrich von Gerbenstein came increasingly to the front, and filled up the séances with his childish chatter. The visions which S.W. had in the meantime, likewise, seemed to have lost vividness and plasticity of formation, for S.W. was afterwards only able to feel pleasant sensations in the presence of good spirits, and disagreeableness in that of bad spirits. Nothing new was produced. There was something of uncertainty in the trance talks, as if feeling and seeking for the impression which she was making upon the audience together with an increasing staleness in the content in the outward behaviour of s w there arose also a marked shyness and uncertainty so that the impression of willful deception became ever stronger the writer therefore soon withdrew from the seances s w experimented afterwards in other circles and six months after my leaving was caught cheating in flagrante delicto she wanted to arouse again by spiritualistic experiments the lost belief in her supernatural powers. She concealed small objects in her dress, throwing them up in the air during the dark seance. With this, her part was played out. Since then, eighteen months have passed during which I have not seen S.W. I have learnt, from an observer who knew her in the earlier days, that she has now and again, strange states of short duration during which she is very pale and silent and has a fixed glittering look i did not hear any more of visions she is said not to take part any longer in spiritualistic seances s w is now in a large business and according to all accounts is an industrious and responsible person who does her work eagerly and cleverly giving entire satisfaction. According to the account of trustworthy persons, her character has much improved. She has become quieter, more regular, and sympathetic. No other abnormalities have appeared in her. This case, in spite of its incompleteness, contains a mass of psychological problems whose exposition goes far beyond the limits of this little work. We must therefore be satisfied with a mere sketch of the various, striking manifestations. For the sake of a more lucid exposition, it seems better to review the various states separately. 1. The Waking State Here the patient shows various peculiarities. As we have seen, at school she was often distracted, lost herself in a peculiar way, was moody, her behavior changes inconsequently, now quiet, shy, reserved, now lively, noisy, and talkative. She cannot be called unintelligent, but she strikes one sometimes as narrow-minded, sometimes as having isolated, intelligent moments. Her memory is good on the whole, but owing to her distraction it is much impaired. Thus, despite much discussion and reading of Kerner's Siren von Prevorst, for many weeks she does not know if directly asked whether the author's name is coroner or kerner nor the name of the prophetess all the same when it occasionally comes up the name kerner is correctly written in the automatic communications in general it may be said that her character has something extremely impulsive incomprehensible protean deducting the want of balance due to puberty there remains a pathological residue which expresses itself in reactions which follow no rule and a bizarre unaccountable character this character may be called déséquilibre or unstable its specific mould is derived from traits which can certainly be regarded as hysterical this is decidedly so in the conditions of distraction as janet maintains the foundation of hysterical anesthesia is the loss of attention he was able to prove in youthful hysterics a striking indifference and distracted attention in the whole region of the emotional life misreading is a notable instance which beautifully illustrates hysterical dispersion of attention the psychology of this process may perhaps be viewed as follows during reading aloud, attention becomes paralyzed for this act and is directed towards some other object. Meanwhile, the reading is continued mechanically. The sense impressions are received as before, but in consequence of the dispersion the excitability of the perceptive center is lowered, so that the strength of the sense impression is no longer adequate to fix the attention in such a way that perception as such is conducted along the motor speech route. Thus, all the inflowing associations which at once unite with any new sense impression are repressed. The further psychological mechanism permits of only two possible explanations. 1. The admission of the sense impression is received unconsciously, because of the increase of threshold stimulus, in the perceptive center, just below the threshold of consciousness, and consequently is not incorporated in the attention and conducted back to the speech route. It only reaches verbal expression through the intervention of the nearest associations, in our case, through the dialect expression for the object. The sense impression is perceived consciously, but at the moment of its entrance into the speech route, it reaches a territory whose excitability is diminished by the dispersion of attention at this place the dialect word is substituted by association for the motor speech image and it is uttered as such in either case it is certain that it is the acoustic dispersed attention which fails to correct the error which of the two explanations is correct cannot be proved in this case probably both approach the truth for the dispersion of attention seems to be general, and in each case concerns more than one of the centers engaged in the act of reading aloud. In our case this phenomenon has a special value, for we have here a quite elementary automatic phenomenon. It may be called hysterical insofar as in this concrete case a state of exhaustion and intoxication with its parallel manifestations can be excluded a healthy person only exceptionally allows himself to be so engaged by an object that he fails to correct the errors of a dispersed attention those of the kind described the frequency of these occurrences in the patient point to a considerable limitation of the field of consciousness in so far as she can only master a relative minimum of elementary sensations flowing in at the same time if we wish to describe more exactly the psychological state of the psychic shady side we might call it either a sleeping or a dream state according as passivity or activity predominated there is at all events a pathological dream-state of very rudimentary extension and intensity, and its genesis is spontaneous. Dream-states arising spontaneously, with the production of automatisms, are generally regarded as hysterical on the whole. It must be pointed out that these instances of misreading occurred frequently in our subject, and that the term hysterical is employed in this sense. So far as we know, it is only on a foundation of hysterical constitution that spontaneous states of partial sleep or dreams occur frequently. Benet has studied experimentally the automatic substitution of some adjacent association in his hysterics. If he pricked the anesthetic hand of the patient without his noticing the prick, he thought of points. If the anesthetic finger was moved, he thought of sticks or columns when the anaesthetic hand concealed from the patient's sight by a screen writes salpetriere she sees in front of her the word salpetriere in white writing on a black ground this recalls the experiments above referred to of Guino and sophie waltke we thus find in our subject at a time when there was nothing to indicate the later phenomena rudimentary automatisms fragments of dream manifestations which imply in themselves the possibility that some day more than one association would creep in between the perception of the dispersed attention and consciousness the misreading shows us moreover a certain automatic independence of the psychical elements this occasionally expands to a more or less fleeting dispersion of attention although with very slight results which are never in any way striking or suspicious this dispersedness approximates to that of the physiological dream the misreading can be thus conceived as a prodromal symptom of the later events especially as its psychology is prototypical for the mechanism of somnambulic dreams which are indeed nothing but a many-sided multiplication and manifold variation of the elementary processes reviewed above i never succeeded in demonstrating during my observations similar rudimentary automatisms it would seem that in course of time the states of dispersed attention to a certain extent beneath the surface of consciousness at first of low degree have grown into these remarkable somnambulic attacks hence they disappeared during the waking state which was free from attacks. So far as concerns the development of the patient's character, beyond a certain, not very extensive ripening, no remarkable change could be demonstrated during the observations lasting nearly two years. More remarkable is the fact that in the two years since the cessation complete, of the somnambulic attacks, a considerable change in character has taken place. We shall have occasion later on to speak of the importance of this observation. Semi somnambulism. In S.W.'s case, the following condition was indicated by the term semi somnambulism. For some time after and before the actual somnambulic attack, the patient finds herself in a state whose most salient feature can best be described as preoccupation. She only lends half an ear to the conversation around her answers at random, often gets absorbed in all manner of hallucinations. Her face is solemn, her look ecstatic, visionary, ardent. Closer observation discloses a far-reaching alteration of the entire character. She is now serious, dignified. When she speaks, her subject is always an extremely serious one. In this condition, she can talk so seriously Forcibly and convincingly, that one is tempted to ask oneself if this is really a girl of fifteen and a half. One has the impression of a mature woman, possessed of considerable dramatic talent. The reason for this seriousness, this solemnity of behavior, is given in her explanation that at these times she stands at the frontier of this world and the other, and associates just as truly with the spirits of the dead as with living people and indeed her conversation is usually divided between answers to real objective questions and hallucinatory ones i call this state semi-somnambulism because it coincides with richet's own definition he says la conscience de cet individu persiste dans son intégrité apparente toutefois des opérations très compliquées Penser une de la conscience sans que le moi volontaire et conscient de se ressentir une modification quelconque une autre personne sera enligiegera pensera voudra sans que la conscience c'est-à-dire le moi réfléchi conscient à la moindre notion benet says of this term le terme indique La parente de cet état avec, le somnambulisme, véritable, une suite il laisse comprendre que la vie somnambulique qui se manifeste durant la veille est réduite, déprimée, par la conscience normale qui la recouvre. End of one, section four.